It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Fee Dunn, Austin Pinto, John Dyer and Doug Cameron. And today is exclusively about our first app bonanza of 2023. We are coming to you on Saturday the 28th of January 2023. Well it's great to be here. Warren you're ill and very grumpy. I would ask you how you are but I've sort of said it. But uh, anything you want to say? How have you been this week? I am not feeling too great today. However I'm glad to be here and uh Thanks for the great introduction. This is our first um, quarter for the App Bonanza for this year, 2023. And we hope that you guys will be sending in your apps that you like or demo them or suggest them to us. And we'll be bringing you those apps in our next quarter sometime in April. See, when I'm ill, like I was last week, I don't turn up. What Warren has done today is come, say how ill he is, tell us all to hurry up, shut up, and whatever. Like, absolute madness. But anyway, great to have you with us, Warren. Glad you're here. Uh, iPhone, how are you? Uh, not bad, thanks. Very busy week. I've been preparing a service for Candlemas, which is actually on the 2nd of February, but in our church we're doing it tomorrow. Um, so I've been writing a sermon, doing prayers, all that kind of thing, because I'm a trainee preacher. And um, that's all done now. So uh, hopefully that'll all, all go well tomorrow. Um, so does this mean you'll, you'll be waxing lyrical on Candlemas? Yeah, yeah. Very good, Ed. Well done. Yes, I will. Um, and... I'm still a bit asthmatic, which is why my voice still sounds a bit slightly strange, but I'm all right. It just sounds a bit husky at times. Um, and it's cold in London, um, but hopefully it'll warm up soon. That was me thinking you'd taken up smoking. No, that's never going to happen. Yuck. Nah. Doug, how are you? I'm not too, too bad. It's uh, frigid as hell, so I'm kind of trying to stay in the house, keep warm, but, you know, overall, not too, too bad. Glad to hear it. John Boy, how are you, Pet Lamb Chops? What was that? Pet Lamb Chops. Uh, not it's sure. British, I get the reference. It's a British term of endearment. Fee, do you want to tell John about Pet Lamb Chops? <laughs> uh, no, because I've got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you must have heard the term Pet Lamb Chops. Nope. It can't be a northern thing. Anyway, Nothing. it's like, ah, it's not. It's a term of endearment. Anyway, how are you? Well, I'm flattered. Thank you. Um, I've, I've been pretty good. I mean, the uh, wife, the son, and I are a little under the weather. We have been for a few weeks now. I feel like we're sick more than we're not these days. But, you know, just a typical stay-at-home dad kind of week. Probably watched The Lion King 30 times. So. <laughs> That's my week. Yeah. Does he watch Madagascar yet? Have they have you seen those? That's what my daughter's into. No, but he would probably love it. Yeah. Uh we we we've seen the Lion King. She bought a Lion King toy the other week when we went to Hamleys. So uh yes. Uh 
And Austin, what's going on in Mumbai? In Mumbai, things are very good. It was very cold last week, about eight degrees. And in India, the problem is we don't have heat. We have AC, but no heating system. So just warm clothes, and that's it. Because it never gets so cold. It always gets uh, warm. So we are prepared for the summer, but not for the winter. So things are good. Things are improving, and uh, good to be here. So weirdly. We in the uh, we in the UK and India seem to be having reverse things. So we only have heating, and it's getting warmer because of climate change. You only have aircon, and it's getting colder. We we need to yeah. kind of swap. Yeah, we need to either swap. the weather or the or the uh, the uh, <laughs> heating systems. Yeah, the heating systems might be a bit easier to swap. I think. I, I don't think we can control the weather individually. Anyway. Swapping the heating system is a bit of a challenge. You've got to like do it house for house. Yeah, that would still. I just said easier. I didn't say it'd be easy. True. Let's then turn to our app bonanza of 2023. The first one, uh, as Warren said, please do send in your apps because uh, otherwise you haven't to listen. You have to listen to us uh, do all the demos, and a diversity of uh, 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 voice and contribution is always good. And kicking us off with our app bonanza, it's Warren with the Samsung Internet Browser. Hi. In keeping with our theme for episode 112, and that's the app bonanza, first quarter for 2023, I am demonstrating another app. This time, I'll be demonstrating an app from Samsung in the way of the Samsung Internet Browser. Like many browsers on our phone, this one too is based on Chromium. For today's demonstration, I'll be utilizing my Pixel 7 Pro running Android 13 QPR 2 Beta 2. And for speech services, I am again employing the services of the Google Speech Services. I am on my home screen now and will navigate my way to an icon on my home screen simply entitled Internet. I'll tap on that and we'll proceed from here. Internet. Samsung Internet. Browse faster. Upon launching the app, we heard Samsung Internet browse faster. What I will do at this point is double tap to let it read from here about the information and at the bottom is the continue button. I'll now triple tap and let it read this whole screen. Enjoy fast and simple browsing on your phone or tablet. Protect your privacy. Automatically block companies from tracking where you go on the web. You can turn smart anti-tracking off in privacy settings. Enhance your browsing experience. Try convenient features such as video assistant and translator. By continuing, you agree to the terms and conditions and privacy notice. Continue button. There you have it. And at the very bottom is that continue button. I will now tap on continue button. Continue button. Internet. Quick access heading. We are now on a page and we heard quick access. Above the screen from left to right is an edit field where you will type your internet address if you want to go to a website. 
Below that though, on the right hand corner, just about an inch from the very top corner, we have an edit button. Edit button. This edit button would come in handy later on as you disable some things or add some things to your home screen. Moving down, we got Block Backward Redirections Heading. Block Backward Redirections Heading. And this by default is off. You want to turn it on. Turn on button. And I'm going to tap here to turn it on. But before I turn it on, let's move down and see what else is here before we turn it on. Stop sites from redirecting you to ads and other unwanted content. And that's the last one there. Below that though, we have some buttons and tabs at the bottom. Let's back up one step though and turn on that redirection when you hit the back. Turn on button. A tap here. Block backward redirections turned on. Your back button safe again. And now let's go to the bottom that I mentioned a few seconds ago. And that's the fact that we have some buttons and tabs here at the very bottom part of the screen. Starting from the bottom left, we have the following and I'll be going right from here. We've got back button disabled. The back button. In other words, when I have tapped on a URL, for example, and has taken me to that URL content and I want to go back, I'll tap this to go back and we heard it disabled because I haven't gone to anything yet. To the right of that, we've got forward button disabled. Forward. And that too is disabled because I haven't tapped on any URLs yet. Next. Home button. This one says home button. So it's a tab that if I tap on, I'll be in the home tab. Moving next to the right. Bookmarks button. Moving right. Tabs button. It's the tabs. In other words, if you tap here, you'll see how many tabs you have opened and things like that. On the right of that. Tools button. We have the tools button. Let's go on now and tap on Tools. I'll now tap here to activate Tools. Samsung Internet. Downloads. Button. Row 1. Column 1. In grid. 4 rows. 4 columns. I am now sitting on the first item here that says Downloads. And there are 4 rows. From left to right, we got like 4 items on each row. Moving from the first item here that is downloads, going right, we got history, button, column two. History, that's where you go in to check your history, going right. Saved pages, button, column three. Saved pages, pages you decide to choose to save. Next, to the right of that, add page to, button, disabled, column four. We got add page 2 and it's disabled because we're not on a web page now so we cannot add any pages. In other words, if you want to add a page to a group later on because we'll be seeing something called groups in tabs, you could choose to add something to a group. Moving to the second row, starting from the left, we got share button disabled row share, 2 share disabled one. going right Light theme sites, button, column 2. Light theme sites. In other words, 
If you go to a website, by default, because it follows your system settings, I have the dark mode turned on for my system. But if I navigate to a web page, for example, blindandroidusers.com, and I want that blind Android users page to be a light page not following my system setting, when I tap here, it will ask me for that web page address and I'll type in blindandroidusers.com. Moving right. Add blockers, button, column three. Add blockers. Meaning you could tap here and choose from the many add blockers that Samsung provides. I think that add card is even one of those. To the right of that. Find on page, button, disabled, column four. Find on page, that's to find a particular item on the page. And of course, it's disabled because I'm not on any web page yet. Moving to the third row, we got... Desktop site, button, disabled, row 3, column Desktop 1. sites, disabled because I'm not on a web page yet. Moving right. Text size, button, disabled, column 2. Text size, meaning you could change how your text looks how you want to make it bigger or smaller, and all of that. To the right of that, we got... Zoom, button, disabled, column 3. You could choose to zoom those pages and things like that. Next. Add-ons, button, column 4. We have add-ons, and here you could go in and add different items and things like that. Frankly, I'm not going to go into all of these things, or maybe just a few of them, because if I were to go into all of these things, it will take the entire podcast or episode to do that. So I'm not going into these things. You can go into these things on your own and see the things in here that you would like to enable. Now, moving to the last row, starting from the left. Print PDF button disabled. Print PDF and is disabled because I do not have any PDF showing up here. Next. Privacy button column two. Privacy. Next. Settings button column three. Settings and that's the last item here at the bottom right. Let's go ahead though and tap on these settings because it also has some things in here we need to take a look at. I'll now tap on settings. Internet settings. Navigate up, button, out of grid. Tapping on internet settings, we heard navigate up because it's sitting there on the top left corner where the navigate up button is located. I'll now move my finger down and go from here. Putting my finger down, here's what we got. Sync with Samsung Cloud. Sign into your Samsung account to sync your bookmarks, saved pages, and more. Enlist 18 items. The first item we heard is to sync with the Samsung Cloud. I do want to mention here in passing that there's no desktop browser for the Samsung Internet browser. However, if you sync with your Samsung Cloud, for example, when you save pages and things like that, you can install a Chrome extension that you should be able to access your saved pages on your Samsung Cloud from your Chrome browser. Let's move on down. Homepage, quick access. Homepage, quick access. And this is where we find those different things like YouTube, eBay, Google, and all of that. You could tab here and remove things or add to it. Let's move down. Address bar search, Google. 
Address bar search, Google. That's the default search engine. If you tap here, though, you could go choose whichever search engine you would prefer, things like Yandex or the Chinese Baidu and all of those, a bunch of them in here. I do want to mention here too, though, that even when you have selected a default engine, when you tap in the search, you can choose to say, I want to search using a different engine instead of my default. Next, we got layout and menus. Layout and menus, and that's how you want to see whether your stuff is going to be laid out, how it is going to be, and all of that. As I indicated, I'm not going to go into these things. You can tap and go into these things so that we don't make this any longer than it's supposed to be. Next, we got web page view and scrolling. Next, we got web page view and scrolling. Next, high contrast mode. Switch off. High contrast mode is switched off if you have some usable site and you would rather have it in high contrast mode. You could tap here to enable that. Moving down, we got privacy heading. We have a heading for privacy, and beneath that, this is what we got browsing privacy dashboard. Browsing privacy dashboard. Below that, personal browsing data. Personal browsing data. Moving down. Privacy notice. Privacy notice. Down. Permissions. We have something called permissions. You can go in here and look at these things. Next. Discontinue use of Samsung Internet. We now come across something that says discontinue Samsung Internet use. In other words, if I tap here, I could go in and choose to delete everything that I have done on Samsung and stop using the browser. Let's go in here real quick and show you what I'm talking about. Discontinue use of Samsung Internet. Navigate up, button, out of list. And I'll move my finger down. Discontinue use of Samsung Internet. I will now triple tap and let it read this page. At the bottom is the discontinue. So I'm going to triple tap with two fingers. Tap the button below to erase all your Samsung Internet data. Any data you've synced to Samsung Pass or Samsung Cloud will remain in those services. If you only want to delete your personal data while continuing to use Samsung Internet, go to Delete Browsing Data in Internet Settings. Discontinue Use button. So, in other words, if you do not intend on deleting your whole Samsung experience with the internet browser, but all you want to delete is some things, then you need to go to the settings and choose the one that it just talked about. And at the bottom is that delete. And I'm not going to delete that. I'm going to go back. Internet settings. Discontinue use of Samsung internet. Enlist 18 items. Next. Sites and downloads. Sites and downloads. Next. Useful features. Useful features. Let's see what some of these useful features are. Let's tap here. Useful features. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Moving my finger down. Video. Heading. In list. Nine items. We come across a heading that says video. And moving my finger down. Allow autoplay videos, switch on. We come across 
And now auto video playing and it's switched on by default, meaning if you're on a YouTube channel, for example, or YouTube page, and when it finishes playing the current video, it'll advance to the next video. Next. Video assistant, get advanced controls for videos on websites. Video assistant, in here, I'm just gonna tell you what it does. You can go in here though to experience it, but basically you could uh, set it up to where you could adjust volumes by swiping up or down on the left side and by moving to the next video or whatever by swiping up on the right side and things like that. Um, and or double tapping to do uh, other activities. So you can go in here and check it out. Next, below that we got Video Assistant, switch on. And that video assistant is switched on. If you turn this off, then what I just described above is not going to be available. So moving down. Address bar, heading. Address bar, heading. And moving down. Show reader mode button. Tap the reader mode button in the address bar to show a simplified version of web pages with long text content. Switch off. So this is off by default. So if you want to enable that, I'm going to enable this so that I'll have that reader mode there by the address bar. So when I'm reading an article, I could tap on that reader mode and have a clean looking article. On. Below that we got. Open links in other apps. Open links in a related app instead of Samsung Internet. Switch off. And that is off. So for example, if you don't want links in an app to be opened in the Samsung browser, then you turn this one on so that when you have a link in an app, it will open within that app instead of opening using the Samsung browser if you've set the Samsung browser to be your default. Next. Get news notifications. We've got something says get news notifications. Get news notifications. Switch off. And that is off. Moving on. Quick suggest. Get exclusive deals, see reviews, and compare products while you shop online. Disabled. It says it's disabled and there's an off on button there. Quick suggest. Switch off. That disabled. is also disabled. And that would be the last item on this page. I'll now go back. Internet settings. Useful features. Enlist 18 items. Now continuing from useful features, the next item below that will be... Labs. Labs. And basically, this will be experimental things that Samsung is experimenting with. If you want, you could turn them on. Next. About Samsung Internet. About Samsung Internet. Contact us. And the last item here is contact us. I'm going to go back though to the main UI because I needed to touch on a couple of things before we bring this to a close. So now navigating my way to the main UI. Tools button. We are now back on the main UI page where we got started and we're sitting on tools. Before we bring this to a close, though, there are three items here that I would like to touch on. The first one is going to be the one that says Edit, found near the top right corner. And we'll also look at the one that says Home. That's the tab that says Home. And then we'll close with the one that says Tab. I will start, though, with the Home. So I'm going to tap on the one that says Home. 
this will make sense to you when we go to edit. Home button. Tapping here. Quick access web view. Now we are on a page that has some preset web pages like I mentioned earlier on. Putting my finger down. Google. We got Google. Facebook. Facebook. Amazon. Galaxy Shop. YouTube. eBay. TurboTax. Booking.com. Walmart. Expedia. Pinterest. Games. News. Wayfair. Lowe's. And Lowe's is the last item here. If you scroll down the page, though, you're going to find what is called news feed. I'll scroll down. Meta to reinstate Trump on Facebook. Instagram CBS News five hours ago. Move my finger Link. down. Conjoined twins successfully separated at Texas Hospital CBS News eight hours ago. Link. If I scroll down. Teacher shot by six-year-old student claims school failed to act on warning CBS News 11 hours. That's really sad. Moving down. Monterey Park shooting survivors. Residents attend vigil. Really sad news. So as you can see, below that is some news feed. Now, if you don't want this news feed on your homepage, or if you don't want any of these other things we saw above, things like Google, Facebook, and Wayfair, Lowe's, and all of that, you can remove those things. Let's go to edit now and start here. Edit. That's that edit from the top right. Just about an inch from the top right corner. I tap here. Edit quick access. Navigate up button. Tapping on that, we heard edit quick access. In other words, you can choose to not have any of these things on your homepage. I'll move my finger down so you'll see what I'm talking about. Shortcuts, one of six. There's the shortcuts. If I tap here. No items selected. Internet. Quick access heading. Out of list. As I tap on the shortcuts, you'll see all of those items that we saw on the homepage, things like Google. I'll put my finger down. Not checked. Google, checkbox. Google, not checked. Move my finger right. Not checked. Facebook, checkbox. Right. Not checked. Amazon, checkbox. So, in other words, you could check these things, and once you check them, you can tap on remove. So you're editing that homepage, for example. Let's say I check. Checked. Amazon. Checkbox. I checked Amazon. When you finished checking the ones you want, or for example, that I just checked Amazon, at the very bottom, we got a couple buttons. To the left, we've got... Rename button. Rename. So if I want to rename that Amazon to something else, maybe I want to call it blind Android users shopping site, or something stupid like that, I could tap there to change the name of the icon. And to the right of that is the delete. Delete button. I tap that, that would delete the icon. I'll go back though to the previous page and continue. One item selected. Edit quick access. Navigate up. Button. Moving my finger down past that shortcuts. Other content to show. Two of six. Other content to show. And this is more like a heading. Below that we got... Privacy report. Three of six. This privacy report, if you want that shown... Switch on. 
There's the switch button to the right of it. Next. Not checked. Most visited pages. Radio button. Four of six. We now have radio buttons. You could check this so that the most visited pages will show on that home screen. Next. Checked. News feed. Radio button. Five of six. There we are. There is our news feed, which is checked by default. If I do not, however, want this news feed to show below my items on the home page, then below that is the last radio button, and that will say none. Not checked. None. Radio button. Six of six. That's the last item, and I'm going to tap here to check it, meaning I do not want to see the news feed on my home page. Selected. And now I'll move back. Internet. Protected you from four tracking attempts this week. Out of list. I just moved back to the main UI and I'm in the main homepage now. Booking.com. I have all of those uh, shortcuts here. Now, if I scroll down, however, all I hear is. Protected you from four tracking attempts this week. And that's all I have. I don't have any more of the news feed, and below that I have those other buttons that I showed earlier. Back, button, and forward, but home, button, bookmarks, tabs, but tools, but that's it. That's all that I have now. Now, before we close this demonstration, let's look at one last item, and that will be the tabs. Tabs, button, tab here, tabs. Choose how to view your open tabs. Selected, list preview, list, radio button. So the first item, how you want to view your tabs, and we have a list. Not selected, stack preview, stack, radio button. You could choose to stack them. Next. Not selected, grid preview, grid, radio button. You could choose the grid view. Next. Cancel, button. There's the cancel. Okay button. And okay. Now, there was something I was talking about. For example, if I had searched for a web page, let's say if I'd gone to blindandroidusers.com and I tap on the tabs and I come here, blindandroidusers.com is going to be here and there will be a new button near the top right which when tapped on, which is like more options. And when I tap on that, it's going to have some items in there, including one that says group. And when I tap on the one that says group, then I could choose to put blind Android users in a group. In other words, you're grouping similar pages. So if I want to group things like have to do with Android from an accessibility viewpoint, then I will group all of them into that name that I would give it, which would be Android-related or Android with respect to accessibility or something like that. And you can move pages to this group and you can create as many groups as you want. I think it's a neat way to organize your pages so you don't have tabs and tabs all over the place. You can just group things into like folders, but there are tabs that you give them names that's appropriate for the group that you've created for them. And that will be the quick overview of the Samsung Internet. Thanks for listening.
thanks warren i've said this in the show notes but you don't need a samsung phone to use the samsung internet browser by the way it will run on other phones so i know some some of you have views on this so uh doug what's your take on the samsung internet browser well i honestly just don't like it i find it super laggy um i've had many times where the the um DNS app blocker that I'm you've regularly using just glitches right out and still allows a whole bunch of ads to come through. So I, I've just found had more difficulties and more problems with it than it's really worth me, you know, struggling with. The layout may make sense. It may be an easier layout than Chrome, but I find functionality is just not there for me. John, you have about a billion Samsung devices. Do you use it or do you tend to use a different browser? I use it as my backup. I use Chrome most of the time, but if a page is giving me difficulties, I'll either go to Firefox or Samsung Internet. But I also wanted to say that Warren kind of proved your point because I'm pretty sure he did that demo from a Pixel. I don't think he used a Samsung phone. At least that's the conclusion I'm jumping to based on some of his uh, how the TTS was behaving. But I yeah, also I wanted to point out that it was very kind of him to wait to do this demonstration until Samsung internet was working properly with Jishuo or CSR because for the longest time you haven't been able to use CSR with Samsung internet and I'm sure that's why he decided to do the demo for it right now. I did not even know that it was having any problems with uh, the confused screen reader John so uh, that's a good coincidence. Say the least. Uh-huh. So, I don't know if anyone reads spy fiction on here, but do you think that's what secretly reveals that Warren is a Jishuo uh, oh, no. employee? The fact he knew oh, no. that it was going to work with Jishuo mm-hmm. and he picked that moment to demonstrate it, John. I think that's what happened, isn't it? Yeah, but he, he demonstrated he full knowledge. Like he doesn't know. Yeah. As well, the best and, double agents do. And he protests so much about that he'll never use wow. commentary screen reader. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe. But at least he's don't... looking out for the listeners and he didn't want to demonstrate something that wouldn't work with all screen readers. So, that's no. yeah. Congratulations to you guys, confused screen readers, uh, users out there. Uh, however, no, I was unaware. I just want to say that for the record, I am not a confused screen reader user. All right. But did you use a pixel for the demonstration? I did. And uh, frankly, (laughs) unlike Cam, however, I find um, Samsung Internet to be actually even faster than Chrome. So, and it's a cleaner layout and you have that reader mode. uh, I know we have the simplified whatever on the Chrome, but frankly, there are more uh, controls on the Samsung. You have better customization than you can ever have on Chrome. Yeah, it is a very nice browser. I like it. iPhone, what do you think of it? Um, I don't mind it, and I do. I I use it as a backup as well because the reason I really like using Chrome is because then I can carry on where I left off uh, on my laptop, and I don't think you can do that with the Samsung one. I may be wrong, um, but uh, I'm I'm not sure that there's a Samsung internet browser for Windows, is there? Is that what that Samsung Cloud thing does, or does it not do it? Quite no, that well? there's none for the. Um browser i mean browser for the desktop as i indicated in my demo so uh if you want to however though have your samsung stuff you know brought up to your google chrome 
for example, like Ed says, then you log on to the Samsung Cloud and, you know, all your stuff get exported there and you can just plug in that plugin and you should be able to have all of your bookmarks from your Samsung browser on your Chrome. I know it's See, doable, I, but that's a faff and I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> See, I, I listened to your demo, Warren, as you know from my comment. <laughs> and I did. Good. The oldest time we used Samsung Internet Browser was back in Android 2.3.6 days. So that time, Internet in general on the phones was not accessible. And I don't remember what browser I used after that, but it was the worst uh, browser at that time. That was quite a long time ago. Ah, come on, Austin. You can't judge <laughs> something based on 10 years ago. I mean, Chrome no, was, was crap. I'm not but, but I, I'm just saying that I used it that time. So you haven't used it since? No, I've not I've not used it since. Do you use Chrome then? Yeah, yeah, I use Chrome ah. a lot. Oh, okay. And now Austin brings us a demo of the Yaptree uh Mumbai local app, which is uh, an app uh, to help you navigate the Mumbai transportation system. Hello everyone, this is Austin Pinto for the Blind Android Users Podcast on this the App Bonanza episode. I'm going to demonstrate an app for the Indian listeners. Even if uh, people from abroad come to India, they can try this app out. It's called Yatri. The the, uh, the links to the app will be in the show notes and in the uh, YouTube video description. So just before I can demo the app, I'm going to just explain what the app is used for. The app is used for um, identifying or seeing the timetable of Indian Railways trains, especially local trains and other things. It is used for telling you on which platform the train is going to come. Some of these platforms, like most of the platforms, are added by the users. So users or travelers traveling by train, they check on which platform the local trains come regularly and they contribute to the app. So the app is uh, accurate. It is also checked by the Indian uh, Railway hard copy timetable and the station uh, information system, and then they approve the submissions. So the submissions are not all only user-contributed. They are also approved by the stations. So they are accurate. So this app is um, kind of... uh, a replacement for M indicator, which is a very, very useful app. So I'm going to open the app now and let's see what we get. Yatri, skip, in pager, double tap to activate. So we have opened Yatri and search trains at a B. Select your source and destination station and find the best available route. This is the information screen. Out of pager. And then there is something which is not spoken. So here the accessibility starts right on the first page. I don't know what is this. Next. So maybe in a different language that TalkBack does not support. Page two of eight. And let's see. Skip. In search trains towards. Select your source station and select towards to find all the next available trains. Out of pager. So I think this is in a different language, but I think um, 
the very first question should have been select your language and then only give the information in that language that you select next double tap to activate skip live location of trains search trains and find their exact live location on anyway i'm not going to bore you with skip. reading these double tap information tap. screen Make let's the go most of the app mark your favorite trains routes add custom alerts and much more out of pager so you can mark your favorite trains that you travel by regularly the route at which you travel regularly and you can uh, tell the app to alert you when you reach near your destination so continue i'm going google. to do continue Double with tap google because google every app requires google play services on right google, google play data. services to continue austin pinto google play services on left google play services on right learn what's new in yatri learn what's new in yatri so three this is period a new app screen what's new v2.6.0 android slight web view try slight link v2.6.0 android at highlights explore stations stations maps amenities nearby interest points around stations oh that is cool explore places to visit in mumbai nice mumbaiker travel hacks so these are some of the these are this app is only used in mumbai by the way from the place that i am in so it's not also used around india so if you come visiting mumbai or some place around then you can use this app better improved commute news 6.0 and button. back i hope it takes Yatry. me to the app yes enable it does enable location permission to view nearby and stations and trains you require location permission so i'm going to select enable not now Double enable, enable. allow yatri to access this device's location selected precise one of two in lit not selected approximate while using the app only this time while using the app button yatri unlabeled button and Double here starts active. the inaccessibility problem the first unlabeled the button official move by look unlabeled button i don't know what this Double button does let's click and see Labels. share and contribute share app get on the yatri leaderboard earn rewards for being a helpful mumbiker so you can share the app and uh, all those things one yatri is an official mumbai local app which has accurate live announcements directly from railways control room two let's share button so this is the share button back. so i'm going local. to go back because these are some tips and tricks that timetable update is available popping please up. update trains timetable uh, now I'm going to update the timetable. That's a very nice uh, pop-up to get during the demo. Cancel. Okay. Button. Okay. Yatri. Navigate up. This. Button. Double tap. Update time. Downloading the latest timetable. Three period. Local train timetable updated successfully. Okay. Button. Very Yatri. good. Yatri. Unlabeled. Button. So it is kind of become accessible. Double tap to activate. Need to label available. the unlabeled buttons. The official unlabeled. Selected. Yatri, welcome to the official Mumbai local app. Double tap tap selected tab local one of five in list. So there are tabs apps. now. So this is accessible. Um, first, when I was using the app, it was not. Tab metro two of five. So Mumbai has also a metro for those of you who are not from India, those who are not from Mumbai, or those who don't know about the Mumbai metro, which is just starting. 
I, uh, there are about uh, three to four lines which are operational. Tab, mono, three of five. Mumbai Double also has a select. mono railway, which is, I've not heard of this. Uh, it's just coming up in small pockets of the city, I think. Uh, it's not kind of popular in the news. Tab, bus, four of five. So Mumbai Double has a wide, select. wide area, a wide uh, bus transportation network called BEST and KDMT and all those different, different uh, bus transport uh, handled by different suburbs and areas of Mumbai. Tab, ferry, five of five. Mumbai also has Double a ferry select. being a coastal uh, city. Uh, ferry is a small boat that takes you from uh, point A to point B across the sea, across the river. So it has that. Showing a map created with Map My India. So Scroll Map My India is uh, a partner Zoom of this app. Unlabeled, but you are starting from. Double tap so to you are starting from. Unlabeled button. And I think this Double should be tap the to starting point. Local. Navigate up. Fav- selected. Tab. Tab. Look. Add new. Looks empty here. Okay, add you can add your favorite station. So that was the point. Destination station a to be edit box. Unlabel web view. Dream 11. Un- desk source station edit box. So I can Double put my source station text. here. Double tap. That's showing put, English um, US QWERTY. Capital M window. Capital K. Capital K. C H I N C H. Capital P. P N. Capital U. Urine. Cap- capital H. Capital W. West. Capital C. Central. So I'm on the central line. Mumbai CSMT, uh, Mott Sandhurst Road. Double ATGA. Mullen. THA, Kalyan. Kalyan, end of field. Navigate up, search train. Destination station, a to be edit box. Destination station, capital C, window, capital C, capital C, capital S, capital S. Capital M, capital M, capital unlabeled, button, capital T, Mumbai C, capital Mumbai CSMT, enlist. So CSMT is a major terminal station of Mumbai. First it was called VT or Victoria Terminus, uh, named after Queen Victoria. Mumbai CSMT, end of field. Kellyon, edit box, unlabeled, Mumbai CS, unlabeled, button, unlabeled. And if I go, Yatri, navigate up. 11.50 a.m. Mumbai CSMTS journey time approximately 1 hour 32 minutes, 24 stops. So this is 11.50 slow train. Show stops. View more trains. View all direct. 11.50 a.m. Kalyan PF 1 1A 1.22 p.m. Mumbai CSMT. So from Kalyan, it's going to reach CST, which is a slow train. Next train is at... View all direct trains with live location out of list. So there are all direct trains only between Kalyan to CST. Navigate up. Capital S, 11.50 a.m. Mumbai CSMT. Capital S means slow. Capital F, 11.51 a.m. Capital S, 11.54 a.m. Mumbai CSMT SPF 3 ASANGAON Mumbai CSMT live left Shahad updated one minute ago. 
so the train has Double left shahad which is a station nearby and uh, it has updated one ago and it's going to keep refreshing because it updates the location as it moves so let's go back of here this is the train timetable part let's see what button. we can do more all stations and you Double can see all the stations fetching nearby stations it's getting nearby stations all from fetching nearby station explore more ticket fair you Double can check the fare from point a to point b uh the layout of the window will be the same so i'm not going to repeat everything once again mumbai rail map Double you can check the rail activate. map which is not accessible which is again made by map my india explore station you can check Double explore station capital c let's go to my central line curry road in list and let's go down party at asanga chulu no, let's bang, go up bang, now bang, cap, capital u capital t bangni double bablapur ambarnath titwala ambivli alhasnagar capital p capital ambivli shahad kalyan double kalyan yatri and let's Navigate start exploring out of okay. kalyan So now we are in the explore stations window. Kalyan, Kalyan line, central. So it tells us about the station, which is good, accessible. If you are a first-time Mumbai visitor and you want to know what line your station is on, so it will tell you. Kalyan Junction is a major railway junction station on the central line of the Mumbai suburban railway network. lying at the junction of the northeast and southeast lines of the suburban mumbai division of the central railway 54 kilometers 34 mi northeast of mumbai it comes under top 10 busiest railway junction in india kalyan junction will get six new platforms under yard remodeling project the land for this project is available in railway goods yard on eastern side of railway station this project will ensure separation of suburban and local train operations source wikipedia wow even i did not know that information i knew the lines information but i did not know the yard remodeling information station wow. map coming soon so station map Double is coming soon as i'm saying this app is still developing it's um, it's a new app so it's developing but i thought i'll demo it here first amenities Double let's tap see the amenities places to visit amenities let's click on amenities Double Yatri navigate up and, amenities uh, search see. amenity all button food stalls all but all button food stalls button so you can Double see food stalls other stalls button other stalls drinking water button drinking water health and medical button health and medical toilet and washrooms button yeah traveling convenience one. button e facilities button differently abled button okay Double let's click on differently abled differently abled button rooms button external services offices other amenities beepers in list checkered tiles double tap to so activate it has beepers it has checkered tiles beepered and checkered tiles are for us visually challenged people web view out of and list and that's the amenities checkered that are beepers. there it also double has escalators which uh, they have not added So I need to just submit that feedback but anyway I need to submit that to the 
developer of the app or to the, let's see who i need to submit that feedback to other amenities button let's in go list. to other amenities maybe they must have added it there other amenities cctv in list yes they have Double that jtbs jan sadar and ticket booking suic okay Double tap, tap, i don't know what that is train indicators yeah Double that tap, is there on all the stations web view out of list and uh, there is no uh, news about escalators and also i don't think that they have added that to the app so this is uh, how you can explore uh, stations and let me just show you i mean everything of the app uh, will be the same repeat even if you go to bus you will have the to select the bus lines uh, like the ktmt or bst or others if you go to metro the same thing showing a map uh, i will show you the ferry part because this people may want to explore tab bus tab ferry 5 of 5 ferry selected showing a map created with map unlabeled search ferries top ferries borabali essel in list double so tap borabali to essel this is a gateway of india double commute news out of list gateway of india in list let's go to gateway of india gateway of india Elephant Caves edit From box where we, uh, world out of list we uh, made the britishers run away ferries gateway of india duration approximately 60 minutes elephant caves in list so elephant caves Double is a cave here out of advertised so not much information on the ferries part back let's go to weekend um, re- uh, relaxing places the official mumbai local app So when you click on the menu of the Yatri app you get the again the official uh, Mumbai app express trains then you Double can see the timetable of express trains but i don't think this feature is still ready that's why they have hidden it in the menu uh, i did not give the tab of express trains now express trains for those of you not from india those of you uh, not from mumbai i think even the indian people will know but these are long distance trains these are like mumbai to delhi and all those parts my train alerts my Double train alerts uh, you can uh, set your trains here and you can set alerts for different uh, destinations when you reach and all those things but even trains have uh, next stop is so and so announcements so that is a good thing update timetable you Double can check an update timetable here which we just did yatri guides yatri guides these are traveling guides uh, for people uh, who are new to mumbai explore mumbai explore Double mumbai is activate. that weekend re- uh, relaxation thing uh, i will go through through that but i will just show you the menu travel hacks travel Double hacks i want to, to see this also So these will be the two parts that I will demo. Contact details. And then the contact details for the developers. Unlabeled button. And then railway there emergency. Is, um, unlabeled Double button. Double tap to activate. Then there is railway emergency which you may need. I hope you don't need that. Unlabeled medical emergency. I hope you Double don't need any of these emergencies. Medical unlabeled. Unlabeled railway need, unlabeled button. They will surely contact be there. Travel hacks. So let's go to Double travel hacks to first. Yatri. Navigate up. Travel hack. Mumbai local travel hacks. Yatri. Yatri. Link collapsed. Toggle navigation. Mumbai local travel hacks. 
During the peak hours, in the hustle bustle of the crowd, don't stand in the opposite direction of where your station arrives, and in case you are stuck then keep asking the commuters ahead if they are getting down in the same station as yours or not. Oh, One this seven, is a very, items. very important hack. This, if you come new to Mumbai and if you are stuck at opposite side of where your station is coming, I mean, the railway has two doors. One on the left, one on the right. So if you're stuck on the opposite door, or even if you're stuck at the door uh, where your station is coming, you want to keep asking people whether they are getting down at the station that you are getting down or no. Because some people in the PCAS just stand at the door to get some fresh air. Uh, Mumbai Railway, for those of you who don't know, have their doors open unless you are traveling by AC train, which... Uh, has their doors closed, but I don't know how long that system is going to last. And uh, normal trains also, they are trying to start that door closing thing, but let's uh, hope that they start it fast. When you are traveling for a long journey and didn't get to sit, then ask the passenger who is already sitting about their destination and accordingly book the seat and officially for yourself. Yes, that is another seven. one. Very important hack. So these hacks are very good. And... Uh, you can try them out. In peak hours, getting a seat might be difficult, but you can surely grab a corner in a crowded train so that you are not bothered by people coming and going. Three yeah, seven. that is a good uh, thing. Although I have not kind of experienced that, but uh, that's a good hack. It's a good enough hack. I don't know. Um, how can you grab a corner? Which corner? I have never experienced that. Choro S-E-S-A-B-D-H-A-A-N. Local key beat and chori key tension go hand in hand. To avoid the tension of theft during your travel, wear your bag packs in front. Yeah, this, this is a good hack. Your journey. Four of so seven. if Techno you are coming realist, to Mumbai, uh, you have a backpack and you always wear your backpack on your back. But when you are traveling by Mumbai trains and other uh, transportation, you want to have your backpack in front. So you want to have your bag, bag on both the arms, the straps, and the bag resting on your chest so that no one can pickpocket it. Sundays, there is something called a Hindi mega tip. block for certain hours when trains don't function. Check the timings before you leave on Sundays. Six of seven. So on Sundays, uh, there are some maintenance activities going on on some lines. So there, is, there are mega blocks that uh, they keep and sometimes fast trains don't work or slow trains don't work. It's on some stations between station A and station B. It's not across the whole line. So you want to check that when you're leaving for your sightseeing. The busiest station in the city is Daughter. Craziness oh, can yes. be seen at peak hours. Either you want to skip it or experience yes. the madness. It's up to you. Yes. Seven of seven. Uh, Daughter is like the hub of Western line and Central line coming together. So, I don't know what you want to do. If you want to experience the real, real peak hours of Mumbai, you want to go to the other station. But be aware if you have expensive things. I mean, there is no... I'm not saying that the station is uh, like very bad area. It's a central area of the city. But be aware uh, what happens. Uh, it's very, very crowded. Excellent, extremely crowded, I must say. 
So let's now go to the Explore Mumbai thing and see what is there. This is the last point of my demo. Explore Mumbai. So we are going Double to the last activate. point of the demo, which is Explore Mumbai. Yeah, tree. Navigate up, but explore Mumbai. Explore Mumbai, Yatri. Web view. Yatri. Link. Collapsed. Explore Mumbai. Heading. Famous places in Mumbai. Famous places. Link. This will give you a list Double of famous places. It's just a link so you can read view. it at your own time. Famous food in Mumbai. Mumbai food. Link. So one of the famous food in Mumbai is Vada Pao. It's this uh, round shape, almost round shape uh, of... Um, of uh, potato and other other vegetables and all feel uh, it's surrounded by gram flour and it's packed in a bread and given to you i don't know what how to explain that more better in english famous tourist destinations near mumbai tourist destinations link so these are all Double links i thought there'll be some places so you'd want to read them at your own time you can also install the app in your country even if you are not from india and planning to visit so that you can explore some of the uh, some of the areas before you visit mumbai fairs and festivals fairs and festivals so like, mumbai fairs fairs, uh, fairs i mean these are like the fairs that you have in us uh, you have one fair uh, at um, on 8th of september mount mary's feast Bandra church is there so that church they have a fair to that fair last for a week and then you have the Kala Goda that's called the fair in VT CST side that's a fashion fair history of Mumbai Heading here you will get a history of Mumbai Warren is going to like this part because he is a history uh, history person so let's uh, the Koli, an aboriginal tribe of fishermen, were the earliest known occupants of present-day Mumbai. However, Paleolithic stones carry out found at Kandivli, in Greater Mumbai, demonstrate that the region has been possessed by people for countless years. The city was a focal point of oceanic exchange with Persia and Egypt in 1000 BCE. It was essential for Ashoka's empire in the 3rd century BCE, and in the 2nd century CE it was known as Heptanesia de Ptolemy, the antiquated Egyptian space expert and geographer of Greek plummet. So that's some history about the city. The city was governed in the 6th-8th century by the Chalukyas, who influenced Elephanta Island Garapuri. The Waxwar Temple at Malabar Point was built during the standard of Shilahara Bases from the Konkan Coast 9th-13th century. Under the Yadavas of Devagiri, later Daulatabad, 1187-1318, the settlement of Mahikavati, Mahim, on Bombay Island was established because of raids from the north by the Kelji tradition of Hindustan in 1294. Relatives of the Yadavas are found in contemporary Mumbai and the vast majority of the put names on the island date from that period. In 1348, the island was vanquished by attacking Muslim powers and turned out to be important for the Kingdom of Gujarat. A Portuguese endeavor to vanquish Mahim fizzled in 1507, yet in 1534 Sultan Bahadur Shah, the leader of Gujarat surrendered the island to the Portuguese. In 1661, it went under British control as a component of the marriage settlement between King Charles II and Catherine of Braganza, sister of the Lord of Portugal. 
The Crown surrendered it to the East India Company in 1668. At first, compared with Calcutta, now Kolkata, and Madras, now Chennai, Bombay, as it was called by the British, was not a great asset to the company but merely helped it keep a toehold on the west coast. On the mainland, the Mughals in the north, the Marathas under the venerated leader Chhatrapati Shivaji, in the area surrounding and stretching eastward from Bombay, and the territorial princes in Gujarat to the northwest were more powerful. Even British naval power was no match for the Mughals, Marathas, Portuguese, and Dutch, all of whom had interests in the region. By the turn of the 19th century, however, external events helped stimulate the growth of the city. The decay of Mughal power in Delhi, the Mughal-Maratha rivalries, and the instability in Gujarat drove artisans and merchants to the islands for refuge, and Bombay began to grow. With the destruction of Maratha power, trade and communications to the mainland were established, existing connections to Europe were extended, and Bombay began to prosper. In 1857 the main turning and weaving mill was established, and by 1860 the city had turned into the biggest cotton market in India. The American Civil War 1861-65 and the subsequent end of cotton supplies to Britain caused an incredible exchange blast in Bombay. In any case, with the finish of the Civil War, cotton costs crashed and the air bubble burst. At that point, however, the hinterland had been opened, and Bombay had turned into a solid focus of import exchange. The opening in 1869 of the Suez Canal, which enormously worked with exchange with Britain and mainland Europe, likewise added to Bombay's flourishing. However, as the populace expanded, unkempt, packed, and unsanitary circumstances turned out to be more inescapable. Plague, for instance, broke out in 1896. Because of those issues, the City Improvement Trust was laid out to open new areas for settlement and to raise homes for the artisan classes. An aggressive plan for the development of a seawall in Back Bay to recover an area of 1,300 sections of land 525 hectares of land was proposed in 1918, however, it was not completed until the fruition of Nataji Subhas Chandra Bose Road Marine Drive from Nariman Point to Malabar Point the initial two-way interstate of its sort in India after World War II. 1,939-45 in the post-war years, the development of residential quarters in suburban areas was begun, and the administration of Bombay City through a municipal corporation was extended to the suburbs of Greater Bombay. Under the British, the city had filled in as the capital of Bombay Presidency managerial area, and during the late 19th and mid-20th hundreds of years, it was a focal point of both Indian Patriot and South Asian-focused political movements. In 1885 the principal meeting of the Indian National Congress Party, a focus point of both favourable to Indian and hostile to British opinion until autonomy, was held in the city, where hence, at its 1942 meeting, the Congress Party passed the Quit India goal, which requested total freedom for India. Albeit that drive was squashed by the British, India accomplished autonomy in 1947. From 1956 until 1960 Bombay was the location of extraordinary Maratha fights the two-language Marathi-Gujarati cosmetics of Bombay condition, of which Bombay stayed the capital, a tradition of British colonialism. Those fights prompted the state's parcel into the cutting-edge territories of Gujarat and Maharashtra in 1960, and Bombay was made the capital of Maharashtra that year.
The obliteration of the Babri Masjid Mosque of Babur, in Ayodhya in December 1992 ignited partisan revolting in Bombay and all through India that endured into mid-1993 and caused the passing of many individuals. A couple of years after the fact the city changed its name to Mumbai, the Marathi name for the city. In the mid-21st century Mumbai encountered various terror attacks. Among the most striking of those were the bombarding of a train in July 2006 and the concurrent attack of a few locales in the city in late November 2008. Almost 200 lives were lost in every one of the two episodes. Yatri. Graphic. So that was the history of the city. Uh, it uh, comes from everywhere, from Egypt to America to British and everywhere. So I hope you didn't get bored by the history of the such a fantastic city. So I hope you have enjoyed this long demo. Uh, this is Austin Pinto signing out of the app demo Yatri, which is a local bus, ferry, it's an all Mumbai transportation app. I gotta say I was very conscientious when compiling the show notes because there are quite a lot of Yatri apps. And the first one told me it would help me get around Kerala when I looked at the uh, about, and uh, I thought that wasn't quite the right place because Mumbai is not in Kerala, is it, Austin? No, it's way, it's way, uh, like, far, further than Kerala. It's in Maharashtra, so that is not the correct app. I know, and that's why I didn't put it in the show notes because I'm a yeah. very conscientious show notes writer. So, uh, well done, it me. Had, it had more than um, travel information, though, didn't it? It had... <laughs> fascinating stuff about the history of the city um and it had stuff about um facilities in the stations and places you could go nearby and information about how to travel safely you know where where your backpack on your front so that people can't steal your things it was quite comprehensive that was i haven't seen anything like that in this country yeah it would have been great for people visiting there for the first time didn't know much about it would be perfect for yeah. them as well as the locals who just want to you know commute normally is this a free app um austin or do you have to buy it yeah, it's a it's a free app and still there was a features wow. like uh places around the station which i didn't demo others a demo would have gone way longer yeah but you you've mentioned it though, and that sounded really yeah, interesting you know if someone's yeah. visiting and they think oh is there a restaurant near here let's have a look you know sound it's just it's amazing if ever i yeah. have any friends going there i'll tell them about that app it's really good and, and you can install it on your devices uh unlike some of the other yatri apps instant uh, interestingly you couldn't install the Kerala one or i couldn't uh, but the mumbai one you, you can install and explore mumbai virtually if you if you'd like to um yeah. well when I went to Mumbai, my wife sadly slapped me, which I thought was a little bit harsh. Uh, not really Yatri related, but Mumbai related. Was it we because were... you were pulling her cheeks? <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was. It was possibly then, worse. Uh, I don't. I don't blame her. <laughs> no, so, so so we we were in a, our little little private car doing a tour, and there's a big outdoor laundry called Dobigar, and uh, they wash. 200,000 to 300,000 items of clothing a day and wow. I said to Katie Kins that I would offer uh, to send her training there so she gets a little bit more efficient as far as the laundry was concerned. Yeah she totally should have slapped you absolutely with her there. She totally, totally did slap me so uh, yeah. Good, glad Good. to hear it.
<laughs> uh, you probably deserve it, uh, Ed. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> you see, I was offered, I, I offered to invest in her personal development. How is investing in someone's personal development ever uncalled for? Well, you're you kind of relegating you her. The training. You could have got the training yourself. That's what I think. You're kind of relegating her back to, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever ages. <laughs> that would be massively selfish. Imagine if I'd have gone training there and invested in myself. Isn't that isn't that selfish? No, because then you could have done the washing for her. That would be a really loving, nice thing to do. Austin, that would have been selfish if I'd paid for me to be trained at Dobigar. Yeah, that would have been better. really selfish, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You should invest in this personal development. Yeah, precisely. Well, tell that girl I'm on her side. And yeah, <laughs> Fee, I really like the history of Mumbai. Um, I didn't know there were so many things I learned from that uh, app that Austin was demonstrating. So, Austin, really appreciate that. Thank you, man. And now we have John Dyer demonstrating an app we've talked about quite a lot, especially on our email list. And it's the Audio Editor and Recorder Audio Lab. Hi, John here. And today I'm going to do a demonstration of the app called Audio Lab for Android. It is a very powerful app and a very accessible app. So I'm going to demonstrate it for you today just a few of the things that it can do. I'm going to go through them all just so you see what it offers, but then I'm going to specifically show you how to record with it, how to trim a recording, and how to delete sections out of a recording, and then how to combine recordings together. So I'm just going to start right here on the main page and show you all your options you have here. Trim audio, mix audio, merge audio, tag editor, convert compress audio, record audio, split audio, reverse audio, voice changer, add SFX, text to speech, video to audio, karaoke effect, speech to text. LR splitter, normalize audio, speed changer, karaoke offline, fun recording, silence remover, noise remover, batch processing, audio effects, equalizer, pro speed changer, channel manipulation, audio to video, video audio mixer, Noise generator, wave generator, sound mastering, video to GIF, 8D audio, acapella, instrumental, video trim, video SFX, device codec, output, open navigation drawer, button. So as you can see, there are a lot of different options that you have to work with here when it comes to editing audio files. I have used very few of these. I'll be honest with you. I've used video to audio. I've used merge audio. I've used trim audio and I've used trim video. So it offers a lot that I honestly haven't used, but I just wanted to show you everything that it offers. So 
Now that we're at the bottom left, that's where you can get to the navigation drawer if you want to. And here's what the options are along the bottom. Change language button. Help button. Contact support button. Setting button. So I'm going to go into the settings just to show you what some of your options are. Setting. Navigate up button. Setting. Theme. Choose theme. Dark. So you could choose a theme. Upgrade. Upgrade to pro version. You can upgrade to the pro version. So the free version you don't have to pay for, but it doesn't have all of the features. So that list of different things you can do that I just went through, some of those will be labeled as pro, pro only if you don't have the pro version. That being said, I think its normal price is only $399 US. And I actually think it's on sale for $199 right now while I'm recording this. So I don't know how long that sale will last, but even at full price, I think it is well worth it. So let's see what else is in the settings. Language. Change language. Let Audiolab run in background. Due to battery optimization, Audiolab cannot work when in background. This leads to accidental stopping when recording and no output creation in background. So I've already gone and done this, so I'm going to just skip by that. Output default audio format. Extension. List. So this is what you want your default audio output to be here, your options. Not selected. Wave. Selected. MP3. 128 kilobits per second. Drop-down list. Audio bit rate. HZ underscore 44,100. Drop-down list. Audio sample rate. And these are the different sample rates and bit rates you can Default choose. Default orientation. Default orientation of Audiolab. List. Menu option. List. Selected. Portrait. This is, well, obviously how you prefer to hold your phone. I have it set to portrait. Not selected. Landscape. Selected. Two. Not selected. Three. Output folder. Could you change your output folder? Store. Show audio name by. List. Selected. File name. Not selected. Audio title. Audio lab audio gallery. Exclude folder. Folder exclude. None. So if you have like a folder on your phone where you store audio books or music files that you don't want to show up when you go to open a file to edit, then this is where you would add those folders and it will exclude those. Trim. Default orientation of single wave. List. Default trim view. List. So these are the different views you can have while you're doing editing. While you're trimming. Not selected. Default. Not selected. Portrait. Selected. Landscape. Not selected. Advance. Not selected. Simple. Selected. Double wave. I have double wave selected because I find that's the easiest for me to edit, but when you change these settings, it will change how it's displayed on your screen and how much options you have available to you. So you might want to try different ones out if you're going to be using it a lot. Enable analytics. Help our development team by sharing crash information and usage. Yes. Auto-tune option. Off. Enable experimental auto-tune option in recording. Switch. 
So that's all the settings. So now that I've shown you all of that, I'm going to back out of here. Audio lab setting button. I'm going to scroll back to the top. And I'm going to go to record audio. Record audio. Audio lab recording underscore the 23rd of January 23 underscore 1504 Audio lab recording underscore the 23rd of January 20. Select all. Selected text. Audio lab record. Assistant voice typing. Demonstration clip for Audio Lab. Voice typing stopped. Keyboard hidden. Music. Demonstration clip for Audio Lab. Edit box. Enter file name. Okay, so that's what I'm going to have it s save it as. Music. Drop down list. Use as. I always leave this to music. Let's see what the other options are. Music. Pop-up window. Music. Default alarm. Default notification. Default ringtone. Okay, so... Default, default alarm. Music. Yeah, I'm leaving it as music. Music. Demonstration clip for audio lab. Music. Default. Drop-down list. Source. Channel. Not selected. Stereo. So you can set it to stereo or mono. I have it set to mono. Selected. Mono. HZ underscore 48,000. Drop down list. Sample rate. You could change the sample rate if you want. Audio format. Not selected. Wave. These are your different options. Selected. MP3. I just have it set to MP3 for this demonstration because the rendering time is a lot faster, even though it's not as good a quality. Not selected. AAC. Not selected. M4A. Not selected. FLAC. Not selected. AUG. Not selected. Opus. Bluetooth preferred. Off. Enable recording from Bluetooth microphone if it is connected. Recording will be in WAV format at HZ8000. Switch. So that's if you want to use your Bluetooth headset, which I'm not going to do. Off. For skip silence. Switch. These are different settings you can add or filters you can add to it. Off, noise suppressor, switch. Off, automatic gain control, switch. Off, echo canceller, switch. Auto, button. Cancel, button. Start, button. So I'm just going to leave all those turned off and I'm going to hit the start button near the bottom right. Audio lab, navigate up. Button. Now this takes us to the recording page and... Start recording. Button. Okay, there's a start recording button near the bottom center. I'm going to double tap that. And it should be recording now. I'm just going to swipe away and 87. come back to it. Pause recording. Button. So now you can see the button is labeled pause, so that means it's recorded. So I'm just going to go ahead and say something here. Welcome to this sample clip. Well, actually, <laughs> I already have an intro, so this is a good way of showing you how to cut something out. So I've already pre-recorded the intro, so I'm going to start that over. This is a demonstration of Audio Lab, and I'm going to do a couple of things to this file. I'm first going to delete a section out of it, 
So this section right here is going to be the part I remove from the recording while editing. And then after that, I'm going to trim off the beginning and end of this clip that I'm not going to be using. So now the button is on the pause. I'm going to double tap it. And I'm going to swipe. Play recording button. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to go to the top. Navigate up button. Demonstration clip. Save button. Just going to click save at the top right. Converting audio. Output created. Album art. Image. Output created. Click to view output. So now I'm going to share edit audio. So this button that says share edit audio, I'm going to click that because we're going to trim this. Output option, navigate up button. The first option is trim. Trim audio. So I'm going to open it here. Landscape processing 99% progress bar audio lab open navigation drawer button. Okay, so now we're here on the editing page. So what I'm going to do is near the bottom left, play. There's a play button. I'm going to hit that. And it should be recording now. I'm just going to swipe away and come back to it. So now you can so see this the is the labeled pause file that we just recorded. recorded. So I'm just going to go ahead and say something here. Welcome to this sample clip. Well, actually, <laughs> I already have an intro, so this is a good way of showing you how to cut something out. So I've already pre-recorded the intro, so I'm going to start that over. So I double tapped again to pause it there because this is the point in the recording where I want to remove everything before that. So right above the play button, there is a button labeled move left slide to playing button, move left side to playing. I'm going to double tap that. So now that the left side slide is there, I'm going to hit the play button again. Play. This is a demonstration of Audio Lab, and I'm going to do a couple of things to this file. I'm first going to delete a section out of it. So this section right here is going to be the part I remove from the recording while editing. And then after that, I'm going to trim off the beginning and end of this clip that I'm not going to be using. Okay, so I stopped it there because I know this is the point where I'm going to want everything after that to be cut off. So I'm going to, I think if I swipe left, Move right slide to playing button. Yeah, that will move right slide to playing. So now I know that the section that is currently highlighted is the section I want to keep. So play. Going to swipe to trim, 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 because this will delete everything that's not selected. Delete, delete. If I were to do delete, that would delete the selected area. So I'm going to do trim right now. Trim, 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 trim. So now that should have gotten rid of the beginning and end that I didn't want. So I'm going to 
Hit the play button again. Play. This is a demonstration of Audio Lab, and I'm going to do a couple of things to this file. I'm first going to delete a section out of it. So I paused it, and I'm going to move left slide to playing button. Move left slide to playing. Play. I'm going to hit play. So this section right here is going to be the part I remove from the recording while editing. Okay, so now I'm going to put the right slide here. Move right slide to playing button. And now hitting the play button should play, play the highlighted section. So this section right here is going to be the part I remove from the recording while editing. Okay, so I know that's what I want to delete, so... Trim, trim, delete, I'm delete. delete. Processing, open navigation drawer, button, audio lab. Alright, so now I'm going to... Save, save. Hit save, which is near the bottom right. Demonstration clip for audio lab underscore the 23rd of January 23 underscore 1509. Music, that's just drop the name. create. Button. It's going to save it as, so I'm going to hit create. Output created. Album art. Image. Output created. Click to view output. Demonstration clip for audio. Slash storage slash share. Share. Rate. Share. Play. Play. So I'm going to hit play just to see what the end result was like. Portrait. Audio this lab. This is a demonstration of Audio Lab and... I'm going to do a couple of things to this file. I'm first going to delete a section out of it. And then after that, I'm going to trim off the beginning and end of this clip that I'm not going to be using. Page so, four of five. So as you can see, that's what I wanted with the beginning and end trimmed off and the center portion removed. So now I'm going to Audio Lab. Audio Lab Pro. I'm back on the main page. I'm just going to show you how to combine clips because I already pre-recorded an intro and an outro, so Trim Audio. Mix Audio. Merge Audio. I'm going to go to Merge Audio. Audio Lab. Navigate up. Button. Album art. Intro underscore the 23rd of January. So I selected intro. Then I'm going to select. Album art. Demonstration clip for audio lab underscore. Demonstration clip. Album art. Outro under. Then outro. Done. Button. I'm going to hit the done button. The bottom right. Merge audio. Navigate up. Button. Now let's see if they're in the correct order. Move. Album art. Intro underscore the 23rd of J. Move. Album art. Demonstration clip for audio lab under. Move. Album art. Outro underscore the 23rd of January 23 underscore. Move. Okay, so they are in the order I selected them, so I don't have to do any rearranging. Add audio. Button. And I don't want to add audio. That's what's near the bottom, right? Save. Button. I'm going to hit the save button. 
and that will combine all these. Intro underscore the 23rd of January 23 underscore intro underscore off use fail safe merging switch. Here are some options I have. Off fade in fade out switch. Don't want any fade in or fade out. Off add silence between audio switch. Music drop down list use merge button. We're gonna hit merge. Estimated time left. Calculating. Output created. Album. Play. Play. All right, now let's see what we have. Audio lab. There. Navigate this is up. Simply button. Going to be a demonstration of an intro that I'm going to use for Audio Lab. This is a demonstration of Audio Lab, and I'm going to do a couple of things to this file. I'm first going to delete a section out of it. And then after that, I'm going to trim off the beginning and end of this clip that I'm not going to be using. And this is simply going to be a demonstration outro for Audio Lab. Thank you for listening. Hello there. Page five of six. Okay, so it went into another recording, but that is just a hopefully not too long. I tried to be quick demonstration of how you would do a couple of things in Audio Lab. So here's the real outro. Thank you for listening. Warren, have you used Audio Lab? I actually have it and I actually purchased the pro version. Um, however, like John says, you probably don't need to buy the pro version if you don't want to. Um, it's very generous in what it gives you as a free user but i like supporting you know guys that have great apps and this app is like a one in all kind of app i mean i mean if you listen to what john has there in that demo it just does just about everything and uh, thanks john i actually haven't used it to edit and now i know how to edit you know thanks to your demo because i I think I tried it one time, but I, I didn't make heads and tails of it. And now I understand if I had that double wave or whatever, it actually makes it easier uh, to edit. So thanks for that demo. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it was actually, it was kind of difficult when I went back to edit the recording for the podcast. I was, I didn't know how hard it would be to edit a recording of myself editing a recording of myself. <laughs> it was very confusing at points, but I finally got through it. So yeah, it's a good app. And I, I just showed the simplest way to do it, but I just want to touch on it and say there's other controls in there, like for adjusting the left slide and the right slide, like you can manually input the exact seconds and milliseconds you want to move those sliders to. Um, you don't have to delete or trim. You can add silence. Like if you're just like if somebody said a bad word and you just want to get rid of that part, you know, you can do that. So there's a, a lot more you can do besides what I just demonstrated. I was just showing like the simplest way to do it. And what and, do you mean by somebody saying a bad word? You mean Doug. Doug, yeah. I yeah, yeah. Out, but... <laughs> uh, come on, guys. But that's, the, I think that was the method I was trying earlier prior to listening to your recording demo. Uh, I was trying to use that method of inputting uh, the time lapse and all of that. And yeah. uh, I'm like, gosh, how do I calculate this? So I'm like, when I heard your demo, I'm like, this is actually yeah. simpler. 
Yeah. And even if you get it wrong, you can then adjust like the increment. So you can change the increment to like 500 milliseconds or one second or 100 milliseconds. And then you can just manually double tap the move select button to move it by that increment you've specified. So I usually keep it at like 500 milliseconds, but if I need it to be like a finer adjustment, I'll change it to 100 milliseconds and then just adjust it until it gets to the point I want. So yeah, you can really do a lot with it and it's very accessible. I Somebody's asked me before, like what, what do you use to edit for the podcast? Like what PC software do you use? I'm like, I don't, I just do it on my Android phone. Like it works really well for me. That is cool. Now, the pro version, is it like $6 or is it $3? I don't remember how much I, think I it's paid four. for it. Yes, I think it's $3.99 um, or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, they let you donate. They let you choose how much to donate, but I think the minimum when it's not on sale is $4. Okay. I think I got mine for like uh, $6 or $6.99. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And what does the pro version give you that the other? the free one doesn't i honestly can't tell you because i just like as soon as i realized it was a great app before i really got deep into it i was like i want i want this app like i knew it so i just went and yeah purchased so you it. bought it so yeah. i don't really know how fun although it did seem like going through the list certain things were labeled pro and i remember oh. the first time i went through it i didn't really think i would need anything that was labeled pro like it was more some of the more um advanced or silly type things like effects and stuff like that but like i said i'm not sure exactly what you get it can't though i don't think any uh voice recorder can it can't record system sounds can it you need a screen recorder for that is that right yeah i i don't know i normally just use it for editing so i wouldn't be yeah i don't know exactly I'm pretty sure it can't. I only say that because... Yeah, I would assume it can't. Yeah, uh, someone was asking on the email list today how to record a Google Meet meeting from your phone, and I don't think Audiolab could do it. I went and had a little look before I answered that question, and I couldn't couldn't immediately see that it did. I I think that's a screen recording thing, which is no fault of Audiolab, obviously. Um, uh, None of the voice recorders do. Yeah, it's uh, more of a restriction with Android. Yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think the problem also might be if the app does not allow the sharing of the microphone, for example, I think then that creates a problem because if you're doing a meet um, recording or joining a meet meeting, uh, you're using your microphone. And now this one's wanting to use the microphone. Sometimes that becomes a problem. I think that maybe uh, the reason why it might not work, but if one is on the speaker, and if it allows the microphone sharing, there's no reason why it shouldn't record. Yeah, you muted yourself in Meet, maybe it would work. And you could you could do it that way. Or I think um, you might have to go into, like, the actual app settings. Not app settings, but app data settings. Is that what I'm looking for? Where, and, like, actually revoke mic access for Mute or for Meet. That yeah. might actually be what that you might have to do. do. Yeah, exactly. That would work but, if you do that. Any recording. Then, then you might to have to up. log. Then you might have to log into Meet twice, though, if you wanted to say stuff in the meeting. You might have to have two phones logged in. That one that's yeah. muted and yeah. the other that's exactly. not. But and it just sounds yeah. like a big hassle, really. That does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this internet, uh, oh, internet, this email though, the guy wants to record like a lecture that's coming 
uh, through on Google. So in this case, you'll have nothing to lose because he's just listening and then just um, letting oh, um, so it's not, his screen yeah. record what he wants. Yeah, I think I think a screen record is easier. I would do that probably. But uh, yeah, it sounds like you might be able to do that if you revoke uh, Meet's access. But, yeah, but uh, then we'll have the next email that says, I can't be had on a mute on the Google Meet anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this is it. Yeah, yeah, money do not forget to, to put that back when you're done. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, so get out. Do you, do you go and install it? And our final app demo uh, for this app, Bonanza, is Warren demonstrating the... Uh, I wondered how to describe this in the show notes. I settled on App Package Examiner, I think. Boundo. Hi. For episode 112, App Bonanza, I am demonstrating an app called Boundo. B-O-U-N-D-O. For this demonstration, I am using the Google Pixel 7 Pro with the Android 13 QPR2 Beta 2. For speech services, I am employing the Google Speech Services. And that is in the variant Voice 4, I believe. I do want to apologize that there's a little bit of a background noise in my location right now because it's winter time and I got the heating system running. I am on my home screen now and will navigate to Boundo. And by the way, Boundo sells for 99 cents. And right now, though, it's free. I'm not sure that by the time you're hearing this, that it will still be free. But right now, it's free. I'll navigate my way to the Boundo app and continue from here. Boundo. Here is Boundo, and I'll tap here to activate. Boundo. Refresh button. Upon launching the app, we heard refresh, and to the right of that is the settings button. To the left of that refresh, however, is the title that simply says Boundo. Boundo. And now moving to the right. Refresh button. That refresh button, and then on the right corner, we have settings button. Settings. Let's go ahead, though, and look at the settings before we look at the things that are below here. I'll now tap on Settings. Settings. I am now in the settings, and putting my finger near the top and going down, we've got the following items. Style. We heard style. That's the first item. And below that? Languages. Languages. Next. About. About. Unit manager. Unit manager. Instant. Instant. App API. App API. And that would be our last item. You can go into this and look at the things that it can do, but I do not necessarily want to go into all of this as this might take a lot of our time since this is the app Bonanza and it's not the only app that we're demonstrating today, I think that it would be not so necessary to go into each and every of these uh, app settings. However, let's tap on the item that says Unit Manager and see what that's all about. Unit Manager. Here is that Unit Manager and I'll tap. 
Boundo, Unit Manager. Tapping on that Unit Manager, here are the items found in that settings. Dynamic Feature, Installed, App API, in List. Going down. Audio Timer. Going down. Device Manager. Device Manager. Image Modifying. Image Modifier. Dynamic Feature, Installed, School Timetable, Disabled. Themed Live Wallpaper. And that's the last item. Now, what you will notice if I go back to the main UI, these items that we saw here will be found as tabs. I'm going to go back to the menu UI, though, so we'll go from there so that you'll see what I'm talking about. Boundo. Settings. Button. I am now back in the menu UI, and we heard settings. Now below there, uh, starting from the left, we find the following tabs. I'll put my finger down and go from left to right through the different tabs. App API. First tab is the App API. To the right. Audio timer. Audio timer. Image modifying. Image modifying. Themed live wallpaper. Theme wallpaper. Device manager. And device manager. Below these, though, are all of your apps. For example, if I move my finger down. App API. And. Degoo, three hours ago, 12. We heard Degoo. So Degoo is like a cloud storage. And it says it was updated three hours ago. And it says 12, meaning that the maximum OS target is Android 12. If I move my finger down. List. Google, three hours ago, 13. We heard three hours ago, 13, and that's the target OS is Android 13. List. Amazon Shopping, 21 hours ago, 13. Amazon Shopping is also targeted at Android 13. Let's take a look at one of these things and see what it all means. Degoo, three hours ago, 12. I'm going to tap on this Degoo. Boundo, Degoo. Tapping on Degoo and moving my finger down from the top, here's the information that we find regarding this particular app. Degoo. Moving down. Five. It says 5, meaning the minimum OS would be Android Lollipop version 5. Min SDK 21. That's the minimum, the SDK 21. 12. 12, that's Android 12. Target SDK 31. And 31, keep going down. 12. Compile SDK 31. The compiled SDK... 1.57.175.230124, bullet, 33.79 megabytes, three hours ago, com, Degoo, Android. So it updated some three hours ago. Kotlin, Kotlin, Kotlin underscore built-ins is found in the APK, Jetpack Compose, Package Android X, 
Compose is found in the APK DEX files, Flutter, libflutter.so is found in the APK, React Native, libreactnativeedgeny.so is found in the APK, Xamarin, libxamarin-app.so is found in the APK, System, this app is installed as a system app, Hidden, no launcher activity is found available for this app, Full 64-bit ARM 64-bit and x86 64-bit, this app is both ARM 64-bit and x86 64-bit compatible, ARM 32-bit, files are found under lib armaby v7a or lib armaby in the APK. Okay, and so it doesn't have any launcher activity. Next, we move to Google Play Store. This app was installed by Google Play Store. Next, Adaptive Icon. This app has an adaptive icon. Next, Android App Bundle. Split APKs are found for this app. And now, if you're a swiper or, you know, whatever, um, if you swipe from here, there's some text below here that talks about the compatibility with other devices like Xiaomi or Huawei and Vivo and some of those phones and things like that. Now, if you happen to be a swiper, however, you're not going to be able to interact with that text that is found below here. So it's better to just scroll up and put your finger down using the explore by touch method to be able to read all of that. So now I'll move my finger down and let you hear all that info that is followed here with all the compatible phones and things like that or whatever services it uses on those other devices. I'll now scroll down, put my finger down, and let it read. System. This app is installed as a system app, hidden. No launcher activity is found available for this app. Full 64-bit ARM 64-bit and x86 64-bit. This app is both ARM 64-bit and x86 64-bit compatible. ARM 32-bit. Files are found under lib armaby v7a or lib armaby in the APK. ARM 64-bit. Files are found under lib arm 64 v8a in the APK. x86. Files are found under lib x86 in the APK. x64. Files are found under lib x86 64 in the APK. Firebase Cloud Messaging FCM com.google. Firebase. Messaging. Firebase Massaging Service is found in this app. Huawei Push. Com. Huawei.HMS. Support.AP. Push. Service. HMS MSG service is found in this app. Xiaomi Push. Checked by Mipush SDK. Otherwise calm. Xiaomi. Mipush.SDK. Message handle service is found in this app. Maizu Push. Calm. Maizu. Cloud. Push SDK. Notification service is found in this app. Oppo Push. Calm. HateApp. MCS SDK. App push service is found in this app, Vivo Push, Com. Vivo. Push.sdk. Service. Common client service is found in this app, JPush, CN. JPush. Android. Service. Push service is found in this app, Upush, Com. Umang. Message. Umang intent service is found in this app, TPNS, Com. Tencent. Android. TPush. Service. Zwipush service is found in this app, Alibaba Cloud Push, Org, Android, Agu, ACCS, Agu service is found in this app, Baidu Push, Com, Baidu, Android, Push service, Push service is found in this app, Gedui Push, Com, iJexon.sdk, 
Push service is found in this app. And that is the thing I'm talking about. It read all of those things that are compatible with other devices and all of that. And let's go back now to the main UI. Boundo. Degu. Three hours ago. Twelve. Let's look at some of those tabs. For example, the ones that I read earlier. App API. We tap on the App API. Boundo. App API. Showing items 1 to 11 of 351. Fairmail. Three hours ago, 13. So it's showing all of my apps. So basically, when you tap on that, you're showing all of your apps. And so you have all of your apps here, and you could tap on which one you want to view and things like that. Now, if I go back. Boundo. App API. And the next tab. Audio timer. Audio timer. I don't know what this does, but I'm going to tap on it anyway. Boundo. Set timer. When I tap on the audio timer, it said set timer. And moving my finger down. Hour. Edit box. There's the hour. And then to the right of that. Minute. Edit box. There's the minute. And at the bottom, though, we've got. At start. Button. At the start. I have no clue what it does. I'm going to go back. Boundo. Audio timer. To the right of that audio timer, we've got... Image modifying. Image modifying. I'm going to tap. Boundo. Select image. Button. It says select image. So we could select an image to modify. Width. Edit box. And below there, there's the width. Height. Edit box. The height to the right of that. PNG. Drop-down list, format. And the format of the image, and it's a drop-down, you could tap there. And that's the last item there on the right. Blur degree. And then below that, on the left, is an item that says blur degree, and to the right of that. Zero one-hundredths. Zero one-hundredths. And then at the bottom, we've got... Slider, zero percent. That's a slider, and it's at 0%. Now, frankly, I don't know what these things do because I haven't played with it much. I just installed it like 20 minutes or so ago and opening it for the first time. I'm going to go back. Boundo. Image modifying. Now, the next tab. Themed live wallpaper. It's a theme live wallpaper. Boundo. Tapping on that and putting my finger down and going toward the bottom. Bright wallpaper. There's a bright wallpaper. Dark wallpaper. Dark wallpaper. Switch to dark wallpaper automatically when dark theme is enabled. Okay. This feature is presented to you as live wallpaper. Switch to dark wallpaper when. 1. System dark theme is turned on. 2. Dark theme plan in app settings is set to schedule and the time is right. All right, and that's it about that one. I'm going to go back. Boundo. Themed live wallpaper. Device manager. And the last item is the device manager. I'm going to tap here. Allow Boundo to find, connect to, and determine the relative position of nearby devices. Allow. Button. 
tapping on that, it talks about being able to connect to other devices and things like that. And default is allow. Don't allow button. Or don't allow. And allow. I'm going to tap on allow anyhow to see what happens. Allow button. I'll tap here. Boundo. Device manager. Showing items one to nine of nine. And now it says I have nine items. Putting my finger down near the top, we're going through those things that it's seeing. And we've got... Keyboard K850, disconnected, tap to connect, in list. There's my keyboard. Brailsensu 2141, Orbit Reader 2007. Razer Anzu Smart Glasses, ah, Aki EPB I see what's going Monster on. Elements on ear, so basically what happens here is that it sees the Bluetooth devices that I have paired to this, and I could tap to connect to those if they're on. So that's what that device manager is all about. I'll go back. Boundo. Device manager, out of list. And that's the last item there in the tabs. And that would be it for the demonstration of Boundo. B-O-U-N-D-O. Again, it sells for 99 cents. Thanks for listening. So Warren, what's your primary use case for Boundo? Do, do you use it as an extractor? Do you use it for other stuff? So Boundo, and we're not binding people here, but uh, Boundo uh, is basically... Hey, I like it. <laughs> it's just for those of you guys that are kind of a little bit more on the geeky side. You want to find out everything about your app and all the API levels and all of that, then definitely Boundo is for you. That's what it is intended for. Um, it doesn't do app extraction. I don't... I didn't try it because um, I didn't see that anywhere in the settings, though. I might have missed something, but I didn't see it having anything to do with uh, app extraction. So It claims it does. Oh, it claims it does. I'll have to look yeah. at that again because I just got that. And, uh, you know, within 10, 20 minutes, I decided to demo it. So I should have tried that. So if it does app extraction, I think that's beautiful. Um, I'll have to look back at it again. But... I really like the app. It, at least you know what you have when it comes to the apps that you have. And most especially now that some apps are 64-bit only, and it also tells you all about it, um, the language that the app was written in and all of that. So I find that app to be a very useful little handy tool. The only reason I know it does is because uh, I, I wanted to work out what to call it in the show notes, and I went and read the about bit. On the store, as it says it does. Can we explain to people what app extraction actually means? Well, if if we think Boundo can do it, it's not in Warren's demo. So the thing about Android is you don't need to install apps from the Play Store if you don't want to. It's more like Windows than it is like iOS. Insofar as uh, you can you can run the file. They're called APK or SAPK in Android. It's EXE in Windows, basically, or INS. Um, it's it, it's the thing you run to install a program. Now it might be for various reasons that you want to extract apps that are on your phone. Maybe there's a particular version you like, and you're worried, you know, they're going to break the accessibility of it. Maybe the app is questionably available on the Play Store. You think it might disappear. Maybe 
you've got a friend in another country and they either don't have the Play Store or um, uh, the app is not on the Play Store they have. So what you can do is essentially extract the app from your phone, even if it was installed on your Play Store, you can extract the app either, as I say, to back up or to share, and then you can send it to someone and they can just run it. That's that's very cool. I use it all the time. Warren hates it. Uh, I I install <laughs> apps from non Play Store literally all yeah, the time. No, I don't War- do that. Warren does not recommend anything that doesn't no. come from the Play Store. <laughs> no. well, He's almost. Play- he- He's, He's almost like Gary boy. in his love of Google. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Google can never do wrong. Ergo, everything is going to get fixed. Well, I'm carrying um, Google's water, you know, so... I'm not. <laughs> I'm Somebody not. has to. <laughs> I'm not. Thank you, John. Uh, <laughs> but so, frankly, it's a good app if you uh, I'm going to check to see if it does uh, APK extraction. It then, you know, does. you could have backups and things like that. And you extract your whatever APKs and um, someone doesn't have it. You want to share it, then you could share it. Yeah, especially because Alpha, I don't know, I haven't checked if it's fixed, but Alpha Backup Pro disappeared from the Play Store a while ago. I don't know if it's back. And the oh, problem yeah. with that, yeah, the problem that app had is that for some of its extractions you needed alpha backup pro itself in order to be able to install Install. them yeah there are there are better apps than that um but was that was that just for the split apks because i think they require a little something else to reinstall them yeah yeah but 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 there are apps that don't require themselves so there's a way to get sapks uh that that wouldn't purely require because because if alpha backup pro is gone then Mm -hmm. you're in real trouble because you can't put it back on your own phone and that's, you can't that's why you, you know. need to extract use alpha backup pro to extract alpha backup pro and save it at a safe place <laughs> unless, it, unless it requires itself to install obviously it depends on what it extracts as sure. yeah and that's the problem with uh, alpha backup pro um you needed to ex- to install the things that you extracted using alpha backup pro so I yeah. don't know. I, I hope it's back, though. I hope it's back. I don't know what happened to him. Maybe someone uh, should reach out to him, see what happened. Yeah, there are others, though. Uh, yeah, no, we have a lot of them out there. I mean, even the uh, ML manager is a good one. That's another one I have. I really like that one, too. And that concludes our App Bonanza and, indeed, this episode. So our next App Bonanza will probably be around April time, 2023. So do send us uh, your apps. Austin, where can people find us? So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash blind android users subscribe to our mailing list blind android users plus subscribe at groups.io the links for telegram and twitter clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links so that is it from us this week well that's it thank you very much for listening folks and we shall see you next week say bye bye to the nice people dougie bye bye nice people bye everyone And bye-bye, nice people.
Yeah, yeah. we better say Hello. bye-bye to them as well. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm bye-bye nasty people. Jesus loves you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Boys. Bye-bye nice and nasty people. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.